Hey guys, welcome to today's episode of the Mogul Insider Podcast. It's your host, Adam Tatunji, back at you guys again with another awesome episode. And in this one, due to time limitations, we only had about 10 minutes to sit down with Dan Fleischman, the youngest founder of a publicly traded company. So we decided to ask him one very specific key question. How do you sustain a positive marriage while building an empire and the reason why we thought he would be a great candidate for this question is because he just recently got married but i want you guys to rest assured we will be getting a full one hour interview with him very soon so stay tuned for that and without further ado i hope you guys enjoy Mr. Dan Fleischman, I appreciate you so much for your time, my man. We got Absolutely. a quick one, a little 10 minute little interview over here. So let's start off. I'm going to give you one question. I want you to go off of it and just uh, do your thing and give us your uh, ultimate advice. So the question is the following. What's your top 10 key tips to running an empire while sustaining a new relationship that you're in currently? Like you just recently got married, correct? Yeah. Awesome. Really recently. So with your experience now, what, what, what would you say? What would you tell the viewers out there for everybody that's watching how to sustain a relationship while building a massive empire like yours? Sure. So number one is actually more important than the other nine. Number one is communication. If you're honest and open with your significant other, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, fiance, whatever the situation is, and it also applies to, by the way, your friends and your, uh, your peers and your family. Being really clear with your communication saying, I'm obsessive with work. There is no nine to five for me. I work till nine, nine o'clock at night, two in the morning, I don't sleep for the night. I don't sleep for two days. If you say those things in advance, you shouldn't be or you can't get in trouble for it later. If you go in trying to sugarcoat it and say, oh, I can adjust my schedule for you, babe. Like I can do this, I can do that. And you're not honest about it. You're just gonna have resentment later. So communication is key. Saying work is my priority. I'm doing this for us. If I become this successful, it only helps us. Number two, make them feel important. So the times that you are at home or you are in date night or you are, it is the weekend or it is quiet time or it is seven in the morning or 10 o'clock at night, put your phone away. You give them their full undivided attention. Yeah. You have to put your phone away because if you're right next to them and you're inside of your phone, that's not hanging out with them. You're still inside of your phone. And too often people think that just because they're sitting next to each other, texting away or on Instagram together at the same time, that's hanging out, it's not. It's a different experience, you're inside your phone and they don't feel special. They need the attention. So do you dump work completely when you're at home? No, I don't. Okay, um, personally, <laughs> I like the honesty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she can't go anywhere, we're married now, so. <laughs> no, but in spurts, and by the way, if I feel any reaction or any frustration or any need or any like, she's asking me stuff, my phone goes away. Okay. I don't care if it's in the middle of a campaign and I'm texting Kylie Jenner and this is this brand and I'm doing this campaign and this movie. I'll flip my phone upside down and I listen to her story, even if it's about walking the puppies. Like, you have my attention. Because I'm going to be with her the rest of my life. I'm not going to be with Kylie Jenner or a fashion brand or a tea company in five years or 10 years or 20 years from now. I'm going to be with her. And people are very short sighted thinking that they have to give their attention to this random person or this new person or this new client or this new thing, I promise you they're still gonna be there in five minutes or five hours or the next day. Awesome. But this person, if they're not there, you're gonna regret it for the rest of your life. Mm. Number three, tie them into it. 
don't make them your staff, don't make them your assistant, don't make it like that, but make them feel like there's something they can do when applicable. Meaning you're throwing a trade event or you're going to an event, make them feel important when you're part of it. So if you go to a business dinner and she comes with you or he comes with you, make it not just like, oh, this is blah, blah, blah. Put them on a pedestal and they'll actually look at you better. The people that you're in the meeting with will look mm -hmm. at you better if you are... Showing not, respect to yes, your significant other. Absolutely. Four, if they have an idea, be their advisor. Help them with their project. Make them feel like they have something to do. So if your girlfriend or boyfriend or husband or wife wants to do a clothing line or a fitness book or they want to be a consultant or a speaker or they want to get a new job, the things that you can do, don't overpromise, but the things that you can do, help them. Make them feel a part of it. Five, keep them busy. If she or he is at home just thinking about you the whole time and what you're doing and what you're up to and why you're late, why you're at work at 10 p.m., she or he is going to get really frustrated. Can you give an example on how to keep your significant other busy when you're off doing your thing? Come up with things that they could be doing, meaning help them start a podcast, help them write a book, help them make an ebook, help them make a consulting site, help them make arts and crafts and make their website in a Shopify, help them become an Amazon reseller or a drop shipper, help them have some kind of side business, make a bikini company, a yoga thing. Make them feel like they have something else to do that's theirs. You don't um, own any equity in it. You're not that you're just helping them through your relationships or your know-how, whatever it is that you can do to help them doing something. It doesn't have to be fast. You want it to take time. You just want them something that can keep them busy so their whole life isn't focused on just you. Mm -hmm. Because if it's 10.42 at night and they got nothing else going on, well, they're texting you, stressing you out, like, where the hell are you? Same thing in the morning. You leave at 9 in the morning or 8 in the morning or 7 in the morning and it becomes 11.30 and they have nothing to do all day. What do they want to do? They want to go to lunch with you or they want to meet with you. Like, yeah, if yeah, you're yeah. their entire world, it's nice to feel like you're their entire world. It's not practical in business. I see. I see. Five or six. Six, yes. Um, that busy work has to be something that they care about because if you're just putting something on them that they don't like, if they don't want to do a podcast, they're not going to do a podcast, right? If they don't want to make a clothing line, they're not going to be successful making a clothing line. It has to be something that they want to do. So you have to make it their idea. Okay. Seven, give them room to tell you how they feel in a safe way. What happens is if they say, I want to be with you on Saturday, and you're like, oh, I have to be at this thing on Saturday or this meeting on Saturday, if they're making it clear that they want something, do whatever you can to, to provide that. I see. Because a lot of those times, it's just attention and focus. And it's not that big a deal. If you can move that thing on Saturday, move it. If they want to go visit their family, go visit their family. Like the things that they want to do, because most of the week, they're living for you. They're cooking in the house, they're cleaning, they're doing the things to provide for you so you can have a clear mind at work. They're running the household, hopefully. They're running the household. So when they want something, freaking do it because they're not asking all the time. You're asking without even asking. As an mm -hmm. entrepreneur, I am constantly asking her to run my household. I've never asked her to do anything out loud. Yeah, I get you. When I come home, there's laundry, there's clothes. She doesn't even use maids. She could. She wants to control the household. In that scenario, you, when she asks for something, I'll jump through any hoops. You to, give it. Yeah. Eight, 
make set times the same way you make set times for your work, make set times like for date nights. Or I'm going to watch movies with you or I'm going to be cooking with you or we're going to go do this hobby. Making those things gives them something to look forward to. It's nice to do. It makes it easier for you to plan your schedule so you're not like, if you know Wednesdays at 8, you guys have date night, you're not planning a meeting Wednesday at 8 o'clock. Yeah. Does that make sense? Nine. Keep all of these things in mind and actually take notes and make sure you take action on it. It's nice to say you're going to do Wednesdays at 8, but if you don't actually do Wednesdays at 8, they're going to resent you. So don't pick something that you can't do. If you can't do Wednesdays at 8, make it Sunday's brunch. Make it a time that you, you know you're not busy, but make sure that you actually do it because the worst thing you can do is say something and then not do it. Ten, and most important, don't lie. If you say you're going to be home in an hour, be home in an hour. If you find out you're not going to be home in an hour, tell them. The worst thing you can do is say, oh, yeah, I'll be there in five minutes, and you get there in two hours. Or I'll be home by seven. They're cooking and planning for you, and you get home at 842. It's the worst. Keep it straight. Communicate. Never lie. If you you tell the truth, how are they going to get mad at you? Because you said, hey, I might not be home till eight or nine, or hey, I don't know. I'm going to get there as soon as I can. Or, hey, I'm doing X, Y, and Z, and I'll, I'll text you as soon as I know. If you say that, it's much less likely for you to get in trouble or as much frustration as I'll be there at 7, and then 8.42 rolls around, and you're not there.